Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, January the 26th, 2024. As always, I give God thanks for you, not only for who he is in your life, but who he is in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. Today is January the 26th, 2024. And if my father was alive today, he would have turned 75. So I want to send a very special shout out uh, and wish my father a happy heavenly 75th birthday. Uh, He did listen to prayers for your day. He did share prayers for your day. He was a good father. And so today I want to talk to you about the parallel from having a good father to our father in heaven. The Bible even references uh, God as a father when the scripture says, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? He refers to himself as a father. How much more will your father who is in heaven give good gifts to his children? I want to recognize that every father is not a good father. I want to say that because I just don't want to talk about a father in a general sense because I know that there are fathers who simply were uh, sperm donors for lack of a better words lack of a better words they birthed children and they went on about their way uh, some of them you know sent money but they didn't send any love meaning that they didn't, you know, they weren't there. They weren't present. They were not um, just there as as we expect them to be, right? Uh, as we need them to be. Not only do we expect them to be, but we need them to be. Children need good fathers in their lives. Uh, a man in the household makes a huge difference in the life of a child if he is a good father if he is a good father and I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice had the opportunity to to know a good father in the natural right whether it be your biological father where it be your stepfather whether it be growing up in the house with a grandfather, right? All of those, right? Father, uh, stepfather, father, right? Have the have the meaning of being a good dad for you if you're an adult growing up or for your children. But I want to talk to you a little bit about my father. I was blessed and I realized how blessed I was as I go throughout life and, you know, come across people who either didn't know their father, 
was not raised in the household with their father, but they saw their father, you know, love on it and, and raise other children. Um, all of those things. Um, I know some people experience uh, even being, being molested and incest by their father. Um, I'm, I'm, this is not equivalent to those dads, what I'm getting ready to talk about. And I just want to be clear about that because we have to recognize and value people's experiences, knowing that we can't just make blanket statements without recognizing that everyone didn't have the same experience. And so I recognize everyone did not have the same experience, but I want to say how grateful that I am that my father, uh, in so many ways, paralleled who our father is in heaven. He was a provider. We always had a roof over our head. We never had to um, go stay with this person or that person because bills weren't paid and and different things like that. He was a provider. He was a provider. Um, Even, you know, when he retired early due to an accident, he still provided God had made a way that what he made was enough. It was enough to carry us financially. It was enough to carry us physically because we still got, you know, good health insurance. Uh, All of that. He was a he was a provider. He was a comforter. Anytime I was going through something, I could call my father and and he would answer. Uh, and if he didn't answer the phone, he would call me right back or he would, you know, he, he would just reach back out and he would engage in conversations with me. Uh, he didn't shy away from difficult conversations. He didn't shy away from uh, any heartache that I experienced. He didn't shy away from any of that. Uh, he was always there. Very similar to God, our Father, and that He said He would never leave us nor forsake us. In fact, our Father said that even when our mother and father, right? forget about us. He said that he would take us up, right? That even when our parents forget about us, when your mother and father forsake you, the word of God says, then the Lord will take you up. Meaning he he will, he will be that to you. He will be that to you. So when you can't call on your mom, when you can't call on your dad, you can call on God and he will be there for you. He was, he was my comforter. Um, sometimes things would be going on in my life and I'm, I'm, I was still a private person with my parents and I didn't want my parents to worry about me. For a long time, my parents didn't even know that I was separated. They didn't even know that my husband had left the home because I didn't want them to have to worry about me. And I've always been that. I don't want people to have to worry about me. But I I knew that if I needed him, 
I could call him and sometimes I would just call to hear his voice or I would just call I'm gonna throw my mother in here because it's hard to speak about the one without the other because they're a package deal the Bible says the two are one when I would call sometimes I just needed to hear their voice and even now I have y'all bear with me even now I have voice messages that I saved in my phone that when I just need to hear his voice I'll play them because there's a comfort in, in hearing his voice and I want to let you know that there is a comfort when I when I say read the word of God and, and, and the word is enough because there is a comfort in knowing the voice of the Lord well Danita how do I know his voice you know his voice through the scripture you know his voice through the word of God. When, it, when he says, when you call on me, I will answer. That's the voice of the Lord, that he will answer you. When he says, I am God before me, <laughs> there was none. And after me, there is no other. That is the voice of God. And it comes to comfort you in those moments where you, you, you search it and you don't know which way to go, you can get in the scripture and you can read and you can hear the voice of God. And that's the voice that brings about a peace. That's a voice that brings about a comfort. My father would fight for me. And I mean, literally, he would fight for me. I'll never forget one time I was I was a teenager and I knew he would fight for me. And I worked at Burger King at the time and um I um I remember my manager told me to shut up. And in my house my parents would say, You don't say shut up, that's not very nice. You say be quiet. <laughs> and it's funny because my kids now if I say shut up to them they'll say that's not very nice say be quiet because I told them the same thing but anyway I remember my manager at Burger King at the time told me to shut up and I was like you don't tell me to shut up you can tell me to be quiet but you can't tell me to shut up and he continued to tell me to shut up and I called my father and my father was up there he, he would have been on TikTok right now somebody or or you know how they video people who go into restaurants and stuff and clown. That would have been my father because he came up there and he let him have it. He told him, don't you ever tell my daughter to shut up. Don't you ever. And I continued to work and my father said what he had to say and then he went on. But I never had to worry about my father having my back. And that is the same with our father. The word of God says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, thou shall condemn. So that means you have to say something. Then the Bible goes on to say, <coughs> this is a heritage of those who love the Lord. Meaning it's yours because you are a child of the king. God's got you. No weapon formed against you 
shall prosper. And when God says the enemy you see today, you will never see a more great, no more greater is he that that is in you than he that is in the world. That's because you got your daddy's blood. And my father would tell me all the time, you you act like your father. Because I've never been afraid to speak my mind. My father gave me confidence for a young woman to grow up in the house of a good father. He instills confidence. He instills confidence in you that you know, you and you ain't you don't have to be, you know, it's not about going in and being conceited, but there for a female, there's a sense of confidence because you got a man that loves you that has never asked really anything from you but just to be you. And that instills in a in a woman confidence. I don't know what it does for a man. But I, but I do believe only a man can teach a man how to be a man. That I do believe. But I can't really speak to that in a way that I can speak to what having a father in the house does for a woman, a female. It instills confidence. Because I have a man at home who loves me unconditionally. Who would go through fire for me. And so when you get out here and you start dating and you start meeting guys. Yeah, you may like them and all of that. But you have a level of confidence. Because you know there's a man who loves you already unconditionally. And that's what. Our father does in heaven for us. He instills confidence that come what may. Huh. God is making a way. Our father in heaven is making a way. Come what may. There is someone who loves us unconditionally. Come what may. He is working things out for our good. That who That is who our Father is in heaven. Are you seeing the parallels from having a good Father in the natural to our Father in heaven? And a good Father instills the love of Christ. Now, I want to tell you something. My Father wasn't a perfect man. He made his mistakes. I witnessed them. I lived in the house. I was 24, 25. I lived in the house with my parents until I got married. Okay? So I saw what the ups and downs of marriage looked like. I saw when my father wasn't, you know, he was he, he, he was an imperfect man. But I will tell you something about my father. He never stopped going to church. He never stopped pressing in to God. Even with his faults, he held on. He held on. And I guess for me, that's why I can give people grace when they seem to be doing everything and still pressing their way to church. Because for some people, 
what we don't realize is that's that's the thing that is really keeping them from really turning all the way out. That's the thing that is really keeping them maybe from walking out on their family. That's the thing that is maybe keeping them from taking their life, even though they still may be out here, you know, whoremongering, or they still may be out here doing drugs, or they still may be out here, you know, drinking, or they still may be out here cursing. They keep going. They keep trying. They keep trying to to lay it aside. See, one of the things that we have to remember, even in our parents, even in ourselves, even in our loved ones, that sometimes deliverance is a process. God is able to deliver overnight, but sometimes he has to take us through a process. And I got to see the process in my father. I got to see the process in their marriage. I got to see until death do us part. And man, is it beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. And my father prepared. He prepared for his wife. We didn't have to, you know, do a GoFundMe and and all of that. And again, I'm not knocking anybody. But when you work, you should prepare for death. When you work, you should have, you know, ducks in a row. So your family, God forbid, something happens to you. And we've talked about this before. They're not running around trying to figure stuff out. They know the number to the job. They know what kind of insurance you had. They know, you know what I mean? Like he, he prepared for his wife. We're grown. But, but, but he, my parents had a will. He, he prepared. Just like our father has prepared a mansion for us. Jesus said, I've, I've gone to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, he said he would have never told us that. that we, that God is prepared to receive us. When we take our last breath, that God is prepared. I love my father and I will love him to eternity. I will love that man until I take my very last breath. He was a good father. And I pray that if you have men in your lives who are not good fathers, that you send this to them so they know and have an idea what a good father does. How he, how he carries himself. My father always went to church. That was big in my house. Growing up. And guess what? My daughter's. Now that they are adults, they go to church. My my youngest one goes to church with me. She does. She I never hear her say, I'm grown. I don't have to go. That's not an option. It wasn't an option for me. It's not an option for them. My oldest daughter, 
joined a Bible study in Tucson. There is something about how you train your children. There's something about having a good father. I love you all. Have an awesome weekend. Please keep us uh, in your prayers. It's a good day because the Lord made it. And yet my heart still yearns to be able to tell him happy birthday. But yet I know he's having the time of his life in heaven. He's at rest. He's at peace. And he's healed. He didn't get healed on this side. But he got healed on that side. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.